I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends, recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Mm-hmm. And get used to it. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, ready. We're ready. I'm so excited to talk about these episodes of Hotel de Luna, mm-hmm. episodes 11 and 12. These are some good ones. I know. But before we get started, if you're excited to talk about K-dramas, why don't you subscribe to our podcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Facebook and, and Instagram. And Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us know how you've been liking it. And, you know, we can engage in a little discussion. Mm-hmm. Also, be sure that you're following us because... Um, we're going to have our recap episode in a couple of weeks, so we're going to be releasing our polls so we can have some audience participation mm-hmm. in deciding who goes home a big winner <laughs> at the OK Drama Awards. Like, favorite character. Favorite song. Favorite supporting character. Yeah. I love you moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like coolest ghost story. Yeah. Because there's a lot of interesting ghosts I in think we're going to have series. more than five awards this yeah. time. There's just so much to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't need a fashion one. No, I mean... You already know the winner there. Manuel takes the cake. Yeah, absolutely. Just glorious. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can do a year-end mm-hmm. um, award show, mm-hmm. and we can say, like, best-dressed character from all of the dramas that we've watched mm-hmm. in the past year. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. That's something to think about. Yeah. So follow us for fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm so excited for this week. Because last week, I was just, like, a hyper mess, just being like, Jill, oh my god, after What's going to happen? after uh, she survived strep throat, mm-hmm. I was, like, just holding all my feelings <laughs> in <laughs> for a few days. Uh, so, yeah, we're getting a little bit of resolution, mm-hmm. but also just more confusion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some shit was resolved, some other shit popped up. Yeah, I mean, that's life, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. But And death. Yeah, I, uh, full disclosure, I cried several times. There were moments watching with Andrew and I was like, I bet Caitlin cried hard on this scene. (laughs) I bet Caitlin was bawling in this one. Well, there is a specific song, uh, in this drama that always makes me cry. Which one is it? I don't know. I, I downloaded the soundtrack. There hasn't been a song that's like captivated me yet yeah drama i don't think there are um there's necessarily a song where i'm like oh i really like that song Mm -hmm. as a song Mm -hmm. that i want to listen to outside of the drama yeah but there's just like this one song that really gets me whenever there's like an emotional moment in the drama and they play that song it's just like tears oh god i feel like it might be this one i know this song yeah. I think it's this one. I mean, it's just so sad. <laughs> I think this is the one I was, because um, it shows you the English subtitles mm-hmm. with the songs too. And I was attempting to like poorly sing the English version uh-huh. to Andrew, and Edie was staring at me, and Edie was getting upset by my singing. Oh my god! And she was just like, "Woo, woo!" It's like she didn't know what was going on. It was like, "Was it awful, Edie?" I'm pretty sure it was. 
speaking of animals listening to your music, uh, I played the um, track that you sent me last night. Uh-huh. And for Alex, and Miles was in our room, and Miles like rolled over. Oh, when, like he looked, it seemed like he really liked that song. He was like, this, "This one's a banger." Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, cat approval. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Alex and I always sing this one. Done for oh me. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is the chorus? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she says, "Done for me." Done for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, just tears, tears throughout both of these episodes. <laughs> then my mom texted me, and she said, oh, my God, Hotel de Luna is so good. I cried so much. And I was like, no spoilers. And she was like, I'm not spoiling. I'm just saying it was good. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And it was funny because at the end of episode, either at the end of episode 10 or 11, I can't remember, I told Alex, like, just crying like i know i'm gonna be so sad at the end of this show oh, God. like i just can feel the ending is going to make me cry a mm-hmm. lot whether it's happy or sad yeah it's gonna happen yeah and he was just like shaking his well, head well that's good you're already preparing yourself i know for it. i have like know it's a couple of weeks of being mentally prepared to just like sob and holding back my tears when mm-hmm. i talk about it on the podcast but i'm happy to announce andrew stayed awake for both episodes wow yeah he did say yesterday, like, I don't really know what's happening. And I was like, what are you confused by? And he's like, I don't know. It's it's too much for you to get into it and try to help me at this point. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. And then he was watching, and he had his phone out. I was like, you need to put your phone down. Mm-hmm. You cannot read the subtitles with your phone in your face. You do not know Korean. No. No matter how much Janabi you've been listening to <laughs> he does lately. does not know Korean. <laughs> but he put his phone down and he watched. So. Good. Yeah. It's, I think it's so interesting because Alex, like, loves this drama. That's what I told him. I was like, Andrew, or I was like, Alex is in love with it. And uh-huh. Alex loves that bartender. And he's like, oh, I like him too. He's cool. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, but Alex is invested. Yeah. I think this might be Alex's favorite drama. Cool. Even more than Strong Girl Bong Soon. And he loved Min Min. <laughs> so. <Excuse> me. <laughs> We're team Min Min. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Andrew, he needs to get with the program. Yeah, I think he enjoys it, mm-hmm. but it's maybe just not his drama. That's, yeah, it's not his speed. Yeah, he really enjoyed Train to Busan. Uh-huh. I think he'll enjoy Parasite when we watch it too. I'm excited. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yay. Um... I think he kind of likes the movies more, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Yeah. And because, I mean, the dramas have their very unique flavor mm-hmm. to them. No matter what type of drama, there are just those, like, quintessential drama mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. I can see how. I mean, yeah, they're not for everybody. Yeah. I like, think he, he liked Descendants of the Sun, right? Yes. I think also, though, he just, like, wants to be on his computer. Yeah. Like, he'll happily sit there with me and watch, but we've had the conversation before where, like, I could watch TV for hours. That's true. I could wake up on a Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. put it on a Netflix show, and watch literally until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, like, over 12 hours. Yeah, and just, like, take little breaks every so often, like, to, like, food and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, get on the computer for a little bit, maybe clean something real quick. But then mostly just watching the show. But he can't do that. No, I am the same way. 
I could, yeah, just like, especially if like everything is like clean mm-hmm. and I'm happy and I'm like, just get that blanket. Yes. Don't change clothes. You're uh-huh. still in your pajamas. Exactly. Oh, it's my and then just have thing. like a bottle of water mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like a bag of popcorn next to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this just is constantly it. snacking all day long. Yeah. That's, um, that's like my favorite day. Mm-hmm. You and me both. Mm-hmm. We need to have like a binge session while the boys go do like K1 or yes. something where yes. we can just have a pajama party. I'm so down with that. And watch TV. Because yes. yeah, Alex is the same way. He's like, we need to like get up and do something. I'm like, uh, and I'm like, do we though? Uh, we don't though. <laughs> we don't. Cause... This show is so good. Like, how can you leave this uh-huh. world right now when yeah. it's getting so good? It's like when we first saw Stranger Things, like, we cannot leave this house. I need to finish it. Uh Uh-huh. There's been many shows where I'm like, you're not getting up. Uh Uh-huh. Because I can't stop watching. Yeah. (sighs) Good TV. I know. I told Alex, like, if I wasn't doing Hotel de Luna for this podcast, I probably would have finished it in, like, two or three days. I'm sure. I'm I'm absolutely sure of that. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like, I need to know what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I guess bringing other drama corner to the beginning of the okay. show, guys. Uh, what's it called? Melting me softly. Uh-huh. I kept think killing me softly. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Yeah, uh, melting me softly. I feel very conflicted. Was it killing you softly? Having it is, to watch it's it. It's kind of killing me softly. I just love Ji Cheng Luke so much, and I really like the female lead. Did you finish it already? No. Okay. It's still on the air. Gotcha. Um, it's just the script is so bad. And, like, it's not even that it's trying to be funny in certain points. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's problematic in certain mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. Like, they recently made a gay joke, kind of. It was, like, on the cusp of being a gay joke. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I feel like there's, like, this problematic storyline of, like, a brother who seems to be, like, um maybe autistic or, like, um, mentally mm-hmm. slow or whatever. I'm not sure what the PC term <laughs> is now, but, mm-hmm. yeah. And and they're talking about curing him. And I'm like... You, okay. Yeah, like, you don't... Just, like, accept him for yeah. what, who he is. Like, you don't need to find, like, a cure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? I don't know. It's just... You find I, ways to, like, help him. Yeah. And, like... You know, help him function exactly. in the world like a normal person without yeah. like any issues. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I feel like there is just like they're entering into gray areas of like, why though? Like, mm-hmm. why? I don't know. It's just weird. And then like, I feel like the story, like the arc, it just. it's just taking these twists and turns where I'm like, why is this happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, how is this happening so fast? Like. The two main characters, they, like, spoilers for whatever, Melting Me Softly, they, like, have this, like, very romantic moment pretty early on in the show. And I'm like, why so soon? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it just happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I don't mind it, because, like, I like romantic moments. <laughs> and I love Ji Chang Wook, but I'm like, I mean, this isn't good. It's just I'm watching it because I love him. Yeah. So it's just, like... Here I go again. That is a show that I've just been on my phone, kind mm-hmm. of, and I'm like kind of looking up, and it has um, it has Toothless in it, from, oh, uh-huh. and it has oh, God. the what's his name, 
the like mob leader from Strong Girl Bong Soon in it oh, too. Big Tuck. Big Tuck, yeah. It has both of those dudes That's in funny. it. Yeah, I know. So Together anyway, again. it's like it's a whole weird thing. So that's my other drama corner. But you know, let's let's go to this drama. Yeah, let's go to this drama. Let's right. let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Yes. Um, episode eleven. Mm-hmm. Episode eleven starts with Manuel riding her horse to meet Chung Young, mm-hmm. who is the captain guy, and he's holding a pin, sort of looking thing that has her moon symbol on it. And then Chen Song wakes up, and Sanchez calls him out of his room. Manuel has sent Chen Song a gift with a thank you card. He opens it, and it's a leopard print suit. And then we get a flashback reminder that Manuel promised to buy Chen Song a leopard print suit when he sold the Mount Bikdu. Bikdu? I think so. Painting. I never get that word right. <laughs> Bikdu, not painting. Yeah. <laughs> I love that flashback where she like kind of slaps uh-huh, her thigh. Uh-huh. <laughs> She'll get She's him a great. suit that matches. Uh-huh. Um, Sanchez thinks it's hilarious, but Chan Sung gets suspicious about how she was able to afford such an expensive suit. And Sanchez reveals that he helped Manuel sell a horse that she said she inherited from her grandfather. And Chan Sung is like, grandfather? He's like, huh? God damn it, the CEO. <laughs> so the CEO gave Manuel the horse as a payment for the dream call service. Chan Sung heads to work and decides to make Manuel treat the rest of the guests to the special dream call service if she wants to keep the money from the horses. Manuel argues that some of the calls might be dangerous, but Chan Sung offers to filter the guests so that only the guests with good intentions can use the service. So complicated. I know. Um, we then get a scene um, of the different phone calls. And Manuel tries to listen in on the recipe for some cold noodles. Yeah. And the person, like, covers her mouth with uh-huh. a whisper, and she's, like, so rude. Like, Yeah, why? she's like, I love cold noodles, and, like, leans uh-huh. in. Uh-huh, and the guy's just like, mm. uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's also a girl who calls BTS, because <laughs> she's like, I love you, Opas, or whatever. And uh-huh. they're like, Opas. Two? Yeah, and then she, um... I wasn't, I was unsure if it was actually BTS, but then I like Googled it and there's an extended cut of that scene where she starts singing one of their songs as she leaves the room. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it was like a dying girl, Mm. a a dead little girl. Like just let her call Already dead girl. Yeah. Yeah. Who was probably a huge fan. Uh Uh-huh. As everyone else is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We then get the father and son who were supposed to call the mom Mm -hmm. before they left to the afterlife Mm -hmm. Um, but they end up calling the man who hit them with his truck to apologize basically saying like we should not have been on the road it was our fault yeah and this guy like just quit his job and was like in a real bad place yeah because i mean like can you imagine killing not just a person but like a person and like a young child Mm -hmm. how terrible that would feel yeah yeah it's rough Mm-hmm. Um, Manuel seems affected by the man's apology and forgiveness, but decides to keep going. Yeah, she seems, like, emotionally drained mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're hearing everyone's, like, personal phone calls, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'd be into it. <laughs> <laughs> you but, pretend to be listening to something with uh-huh. headphones, but you'd actually have it on mute. Uh-huh, just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are they talking to you? Mm-hmm. So the rest of the staff notices the flowers on Manuel's tree, and Hyunjoon tries to remain positive, saying the flowers could could stay for a while, because everyone is like, we gotta, we gotta wrap stuff up here. Like we're gonna need to leave soon. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, bartender Kim was like, they could stay a while, but yeah, we need to make preparations and uh yeah. So after Manuel finishes the calls, Chan Sung surprises her with a reservation to an exclusive restaurant Ooh. that's like super hard to get into. Manuel gets super excited and Chan Sung contemplates wearing <laughs> the animal print suit for her, but decides against it. Wrong uh, choice. I know. Just wear it. I know. Have fun. <laughs> it wasn't that flashy. I know. It's not like it was like sequin mm-hmm. leopard print. It, it was it's like a nice muted uh-huh. leopard print. It was dark. And I love how Manuel, or he's like, you spend that much money for a joke? And she was like, I I would spend however much money just to have a good laugh. Like, it's mm-hmm. my money. And I'm like, that's true. <laughs> uh, so they get to the restaurant, and they look so happy. It's like a cute little date mm-hmm. thing. Um, Chansong comments that he wants to speak to Manuel informally, and they make a deal that for every rice cake they eat, because it's a rice cake soup restaurant, uh, for every rice cake they eat, they'll add 100 years to their age so Chan Sung can catch up to Manuel. And, like, we haven't done a say what in a while. Mm-hmm. So, I guess say what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but traditionally rice cakes are served in the new year and they signify growing a year older. Oh. So that's why they're, like, forever. going to eat yeah. this many or whatever. Yeah, and so, because... Also, with, like, the whole informal thing, like, Manuel's over a thousand years mm-hmm. old, and Chan Song is, like, in his late 20s. Yeah. So. He's got a lot of catching up. Yeah. Them. And then, so they're just kind of, like, joking around, and Manuel's like, well, I'm eating five more, so now you're going to have to eat mm-hmm. more. And, like, it's really cute. Um, and back at the hotel, Hyang Jun admires a tree, and we see a firefly mm-hmm. kind of fly around the tree and then appear at the window outside of the restaurant with Chan Song and Manuel. Like I said earlier, they're just, like, laughing and joking around, and they look adorable together. I just I just think they make a great couple. Yes. I agree. love them. Mm-hmm. Even though she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to the crazy part. I know. The serial killer. Um, Detective Young Soo, present-day Yoon Woo? Yon. Yon Woo. Presents evidence for the investigation of the serial killer. He has found the website Hello, which translates to Hell. Hell plus Low, which means two. Yeah. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. Okay. To Hell. Hell, Low. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> the website serves as a place where people can vent about others, but is turned into an angry emotional outlet where people curse each other. That's kind of just all of the internet. I know, right? <laughs> but can you imagine seeing your name on a website like that? Yeah, that's I mean, like the fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's like a four chan sort of thing. Uh huh. I feel like. Yeah, and also like there's a website, a website that I don't know exists anymore or doesn't have this function anymore, but it's called Topics, and there's supposed to be like one I think for every city, and it's like, supposed to be like a news message board hmm. but in alice it just which is where i'm from alice texas america a little fucking tiny town uh-huh. everyone thinks they say dallas but actually it's alice um but like it just turned into a shit show mm-hmm. where like people would just like put in someone's name and just say like the worst fucking thing possible wow. and everyone's like yeah that bitch is a fucking slut and just like bam 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 <laughs> until wow. it finally gets deleted and then like it would start over again it's pretty fucking intense <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. I've seen stuff, like, 
uh, next door. Not on our personal next mm-hmm. door, because we have a bunch of old people that live in our neighborhood. And it's, like, mostly just, like, I rescued this dog. Mm-hmm. Or, like, someone's dog keeps shitting on my lawn. <laughs> Uh, but I have, like, um, seen stuff on the internet about, like, people posting in next door being, like, this slut slept with my husband or, like, this oh person keeps bringing men over. And, like, I think that happened in one of my coworkers' neighborhoods. Like, someone complained on next door about one of their neighbors always having different men over at their house. And they said it was, like, they felt unsafe because there were always new people in the uh-huh. neighborhood. And I'm, like... You need to get a life. Yeah, that's just you being fucking nosy as shit. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not like they're interfering with... Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going to your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, crazy stuff. Wild. Yeah. Um, but basically, this is just, like, a shitty website. Mm-hmm. Um, Youngsu explains that the female victim's husband posted about her on that website, and all of the other victims were cursed on that site. Young Su thinks that the actual killer may have been fulfilling the curses from the site since there is no other link. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting. And shitty for the husband. I know. Like, fuck. Yeah, what I guess. An asshole. I guess he was a good suspect. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, like, shitty, though. Like, it's one thing to put it about, like, someone you dislike, like a co worker or something. Yeah. But to put it something online about your spouse, like, Saying shitty things. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And I mean, I know, like, his wife was maybe staying somewhere else because mm-hmm. they got into a big fight. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what she did or what, or what he, he perceived. Yeah. To, whatever. Yeah, crazy. Uh, well, I'm sure he regrets it now. Yeah, definitely. Finding her fucking dead in his car and being accused of the murder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now he has to live with that. Mm-hmm. So, back at the hotel, Yuna confirms with the victims, that the victim's ghosts, that the person in custody is not the actual murderer. She decides to make a composite sketch based on the descriptions they give, so she can catch the murderer since she still thinks it's the driver of the car that they followed. The murderer, Jiwon, tracks down Yuna, and um, girls from her school tell him she can see ghosts. And G1 is a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously a psychopath. Yeah, and he's like, I just thought she was really pretty and I wanted to talk to her. And I'm like, she's in high school. How old are you, dude? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, these stupid girls? Like, why are you talking to this guy and giving him information? Yeah, and he's like, I think they're like, oh, are you a talent scout? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why are you, why? Okay, if your cover is I was looking at a teenage girl's social media, mm-hmm. that's not a good cover. No. If anything, you should be like, I'm a detective. Yeah. Or I'm a social worker. Or I'm an attorney. Someone I, of authority. Yes, exactly. Not, not just a random guy who saw her fucking Instagram account. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> fucking creep. I don't know. He sucks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yes. we'll talk more about that later. Absolutely. But. So, Chanson goes to the hotel bar to praise the bartender, Kim, and give him encouragement on his signature drinks. <laughs> so cute. Uh, while he's there, he sees Yuna with the ghosts of the victims. She explains the situation and gives Chansung the license plate number of the car they followed. Chansung tells her to stay out of the case since it's dangerous, and she agrees once she finishes the sketch. Miss mm-hmm. Choi drops off a list of new guests, guest requests to Manuel, and they talk about the treat. Miss Choi tells her the staff is preparing to move on, but she is determined to see her family line die off. 
Manuel warns Miss Choi not to do anything dangerous like what she did 42 years ago since her years of virtuous service would go to waste. I'm so curious. I know. What she do? I know. So, how do you say that? So, S-E-O. Oh, so he? So he. Miss Choi says her grudge is worth giving up her time. Dang. What happened? I don't know, but they mentioned something about like a daughter or something, right? Yeah, I was confused, so I didn't. Put that yeah, in. I didn't. I didn't understand what the fuck they were talking. It was way over my head. Yeah, I. But something happened with the daughter. It seems like Miss Choi had a daughter who was also like pissed about maybe what happened, and so the, maybe the daughter committed to not having kids and dying off without, like, mm. producing mm-hmm. a morph to add to the family tree. Maybe. I don't know. I, I want more clarification on yeah. her story because I'm Someone just, please. Yeah. Let's get to that already. Um, Manuel and Miss Choi talk briefly about the upcoming lunar eclipse, and then we see Chan Song walking home. He sees a bunch of big security guards up front, and they escort him to an older woman. Chen Song recognizes her from the paper, and she reveals that she used to be the manager of Hotel Del Luna. She asks to meet Manuel, and Chen Song brings her to the hotel. The staff looks delighted to see her, and she meets with Manuel in her office. They talk about the hotel and how the woman, Monsook, is a candidate for president-slash-chancellor. Manuel asks why she's there, and she says it's for a favor, and Manuel's like, fucking course it's for a favor. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she first gives Manuel a sparkly gift to butter her up, and then says her request is small but important because of the eclipse. I love Manuel's face when she opens the, like, uh-huh. jewelry box or whatever, and she's like, ooh. All right, okay. So easily want? distracted by diamonds. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the staff explains how Moonsook uh, helped build the hotel up and accumulate wealth for Manuel just based on, like, buying real estate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Manuel then explains to Chansung that the hotel is visible to humans during an eclipse and how during their last eclipse, a newlywed human couple stayed at the hotel since they had nowhere else to go. Manuel says the couple stayed in room 404 and that a child was conceived at the hotel that night. Manuel tells Chen Song that child became Korea's most famous soccer player. <laughs> Apparently, that soccer player is going to be Moon Sook's son-in-law, and they want the new couple to spend their honeymoon at the hotel again, since it was so lucky and prosperous for the family last time. So awkward, right? And gross. And yeah. It's like weird. Like, why do you want to go to the same hotel and same specific hotel room. Where your parents fucked? Your parents banged and made you. And then why do you want to go on your honeymoon and bang that first night and immediately have a kid? So weird. Right after getting married. Yeah. Like, fucking maybe live your life for a while. I know. As a couple. He's probably wealthy enough because uh-huh. he's a famous soccer player. Ugh. People. I know. Alex is like, he's like... Later on, when they're talking about, like, what type of child they're going to conceive, mm-hmm. Alex is like, they're just talking about them having sex. Like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's, like, a thing where they're like, don't leave until it's time. Don't leave the room until checkout or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. they just want them, like, boning all those hours in this room. Like, they can't leave or do anything <laughs> but just, like, bone and make this fucking baby that's well, supposed to be amazing. I think that's so they don't have to deal with the other ghosts. Probably. But, yeah. But it's just, like... Oh, what else are they going to do in your fucking hotel room? 
You're not letting them leave or go to the pool or go to a spa or do yeah, anything on their like, honeymoon. Just cooped up in this room. Is there even a TV in there? Like, what's Probably going on? Probably not. I don't know. It's <laughs> so a weird, weird story. Yeah, like. very strange. I don't know about that. Um, I feel like I had another thing to mention here, and I can't remember what it was. Okay. So I'm going to skip that. We can always come back. Yeah. Um, Manuel explains that they will set up that they will be set up in room 404 since they are human. And Chansong gets worried since room 404 is so mysterious. Chansong decides to check out the room. Manuel announces that human guests will be coming for the honeymoon during the eclipse, and the staff gets super excited. Hyunjun mentions that Chansong went into room 404, and bartender Kim makes a comment about him not returning until the next day. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> so Chansong goes home the next morning okay i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> and he sees sanchez facetiming with his girlfriend veronica 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 they seem super in love even though we haven't heard of her i know until this point i feel like he mentioned her once maybe a couple episodes ago when he was like t- telling chen song that he could quit hotel de luna because veronica was opening a new hotel in australia uh, uh-huh. that was that's the only time i can think of Mm-hmm. Him mentioning Veronica. Mm-hmm. Veronica. Veronica. They kind of pronounce it like with a Spanish yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Also, like when they hang up, she's like, Te amo Sanchez. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so cute. Um, and I don't know if you have it in here, but they mention Chan Sung's American name. Oh, yeah, that's later on. Okay. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's like, Oh, it's my name. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> cute um so yeah so they're super in love and sanchez hints at proposing to veronica when she comes to visit him soon i know i love sanchez so much Mm -hmm. they hang up and sanchez asks chansong if he can use a hotel to propose to her chansong rejects the idea and sanchez grows suspicious of the hotel but ends up just thinking they're having financial troubles (laughs) like I mean, a a hotel for ghosts isn't Mm -hmm. the first conclusion you would jump to. No. Mira walks out of the house while arguing with Youngsu on the phone, and Sanchez comments on how they're always fighting and wonders if they were enemies in a past life. (laughs) Sanchez makes another comment about wanting to go to the hotel to see the sky bar that uh, Chansung is always bragging about. But Chansung apologizes again and tells him he can't come. I love how Chansung was like, yeah, they were enemies in the past life. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Funny. Um, the staff at the hotel starts preparing for the honeymoon guests, and when a live bee flies into the hotel, Chansung is reminded of the firefly ghost thing that he saw at the hotel, at the other location. Because they're at. Are they still at the new location? They're at the new location, but he saw. He, he saw, saw it at the old one. He saw. No, sorry. They're back at the old one. They moved back. They moved back, That's and he right. saw he saw it at the original location. But when the at hotel the window, yeah. But when the hotel was at the yeah shitty location, it was empty, and he uh-huh. saw it, and then he saw like almost like a silhouette of, of a, a person, person. Yeah. and then it like flew away, or whatever. So he's reminded of this little firefly, mm-hmm. um, and he asks Hyunjun about it, but Hyunjun doesn't know anything about bug ghosts, and he's like, when I'm like, why are you asking him? He knows that. Nothing. He's like, a goof. They're always talking about how he still can't recognize a ghost from a, a live person. <laughs> I'm like, really? Um, Why is he at the front desk then? Yeah, it's probably the worst decision. Yeah. 
Chansong steals a flower from one of the bouquets and brings it to Manuel. How sweet. I know. They have a classic cute bickering moment, and Manuel ends up getting embarrassed when Chansong mentions the flowers that have blossomed on her tree after their hug. They have another miscommunication when Chansong offers to take the dream phone for her so she can rest, but she thinks he's offering another hug. He laughs and actually does offer to give her another hug, and then she goes off on him. He sticks the rose in her mouth and gets her to stop talking, and she storms off into her office, thinks about their hug, and his promise to not let her become the evil spirit. So cute. But will she become the evil spirit? I don't know. I just love them. Yeah. How many times will I say I love them? How many times? <laughs> who have I said I love them about more? Uh, song Song Couple? <laughs> or Chan Song and Manuel? I don't know. I don't know, because... Honestly, you really loved Song Song Couple. I really did. <sighs> My heart. <laughs> <laughs> but they're maybe filling that void. Yeah. I haven't watched or seen anything of them together since mm-hmm. they got divorced. <sighs> I just don't know if I could even revisit that. That drama? No. And I mean, like, it, it must be so awkward to, like, have filmed a mm-hmm. super intense love story with your ex- no, when I you was... actually were in in love, mm-hmm. but Makes if you were good TV though, yeah, if you were having problems, I would be like, maybe we should watch this and remind ourselves <laughs> that we actually our love was that we actually used to love each other. Yeah, I don't know. And they had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was weird because I think on their like divorce whatever mm-hmm. decree. One of the reasons they cited for the divorce was personality differences. Hmm. And I'm like, aren't you kind of aware of what your spouse's personality is before yeah. you marry them? Unless they suddenly changed. Maybe. Maybe the baby changed everything. I blame everything on babies. Personality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the baby's fault. You're not wrong. Like when I was in college, in one of my classes, we. Um, we're basically talking... It just changes everything. Yeah, we were talking about how, like, relationships go through, like, stages and mm-hmm. waves of, like, happiness, and no one's ever, like, always happy. No mm-hmm. couple. Like, every couple goes through, like, highs and lows. And um, how just, like, if you, there was a study that followed different couples and, like, tracked their happiness levels, and literally all of the couples experienced low levels of joy after they had their kids <laughs> like mm-hmm. and that they don't really become happy again until like the kid moves out Ooh. i know like there's like again like little peaks of happiness uh-huh. but just children add so much stress uh-huh. to a relationship uh-uh. no i mean no, just add it to the list right no, no thank you moving on uh-huh the eclipse starts and the hotel staff gets excited to greet the human guests they're really excited to see the mm-hmm. humans. And really excited, I guess, to have people boning in their hotel. <laughs> Chen Song notes how everyone seems more excited than usual. Manuel explains that the staff starts to feel a little more alive when the human guests come in. That makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. The couple comes in and the hotel staff treats them well. They're, again, excited. Uh, Chan Sung finds Manuel in her office feeling giddy that the moon has been covered up. <laughs> She's so petty. I love her. Uh, Chan Sung makes a metaphor about how a new moon, Manuel, will surface after the eclipse. He hopes a more kind and frugal Manuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have some like more funny but confusing Korean pun moments. Yes. 
and where they're talking about the name. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But our main takeaway is that his American name is Andrew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yay! That's, that's your name. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> uh, Chan Song traces the moon on the window that they're, like, looking through and then draws a horizontal line through it. He asks, or diagonal line, he asks Manuel if that is her symbol and she confirms he thinks back to his dream of Chung Myung holding a pin with her symbol on it while appearing to wait for Manuel. So mysterious. I know. It's very confusing. I know. I thought I like mostly understood that story, but no. I know. And like I think at the beginning of this episode cuz it starts with like him just standing there, right? Mm-hmm. And she's and, like on the horse. Yeah, and I was like, "Boo! Uh-huh. Screw that guy." <laughs> and Alex was like, "Maybe not." Maybe he was framed. And I was like, Framed? I don't, because he was like, maybe he, um, or not framed, but like set up. Mm -hmm. Like he went there. Like someone was watching him. Like he went there to actually meet her and maybe like run away with her. And maybe fucking asshole Mira, whatever her Uh like old name was, Uh had someone follow because she liked him and wanted to be with him. Yeah. And, like, he had to let it happen or else everyone would die. But mm-hmm. everyone ended up dying anyway. Mm-hmm. Ah. Or maybe she would die and he didn't want her to die. Oh, only Manuel would die. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking Yeah, know. and I mean, we're going to get into it a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow. Wowie. I just... I just love this drama. <laughs> so good. I just love them. I just love them. <laughs> I love the storyline. So good. <laughs> um, the couple enters the room, and Miss Choi explains that they can't leave until checkout. <laughs> Said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, bartender Kim and Hyunjun wonder what type of amazing people person will be conceived this time. Awkward conversation. I know. As we already said. Like, yeah. What? And then the Grim Reaper is like, I know everything about that. Yeah, because the Grim Reaper is like smiling mm-hmm. like like a creep. And then they're like, you stay out of it. What do you know about making new life? <laughs> You're well, grim- they come hand in hand. Yeah. He, he probably is like all knowing. I'm sure. What a weird I don't situation. Know. I don't know. Um, Sanchez calls Chen Song and tells him that his girlfriend, Veronica, never showed up to dinner. So he's, like, at a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. It, like, it looks really nice. He's got a photo of them. Yeah, like, ready to propose. Mm-hmm. He's worried that she's not answering her phone and is afraid he scared her off by hinting at proposal. Then we see a bloody ghost so approach Sanchez as he gets a call and runs out of the restaurant. The bloody ghost turns out to be Veronica, who died tragically in an accident in Shanghai. Chansong runs home and sees Sanchez frantically leaving to make it to Shanghai to see Veronica and help her recover. And then um, Chansong sees her ghost at home and he tells Sanchez, like... I'm sorry, Chansong sees Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got that. Okay. I I fixed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he sees her ghost, and then he tells Sanchez, like, no. It's too late. It's too late. She's uh, gone. Fuck, it's and so And Sanchez sad. doesn't get it. I mean, he doesn't know he fucking sees ghosts. That's true. So he's just like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know anything. She's yeah. not gone. He, like, even shoves him and is like, don't say that. Yeah. Chan Song drags Sanchez to the hotel so he can see Veronica one last time. Because of the eclipse, it's mm-hmm. like... 
for any time for this woman to die, it mm-hmm. would be tonight so he could actually see her. Yeah. So it kind of worked out, mm-hmm. but not really. Right. Um, so he takes him to the hotel. Um, they go up to the Sky Lounge where Sanchez originally wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And Chansong explains that the hotel is a place where dead people come. And while during the eclipse, he'll be able to see ghosts and say goodbye to Veronica. Chansong tells him Veronica is dead and she meets them on the balcony. I'll let you continue. Okay. So, again, Sanchez is, like, really fucking confused mm-hmm. and, like, broken up. And Chan uh, Song lets them have a moment alone. And Veronica apologizes to Sanchez and wipes away his tears while telling him not to cry too much because she was so happy with him. She tearfully says, My really amazing love, goodbye. And Sanchez cries and pulls her in for a hug. But then the full moon resurfaces and she disappears and uh, Sanchez starts to sob and then I start to sob. It's just like really fucking sad. This is one of those scenes where I was like, Caitlin probably cried a lot. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, I just always uh, get emotional when I see men cry mm. for good reason. Like, um, I guess because just inherently, like, I know women cry more. And mm-hmm. so I feel like if a man cries, it has to be really sad yeah. <laughs> for him to, like, let down his guard like that or whatever, be vulnerable enough to cry. Uh, Sanchez is, like, such a sweet character. Mm-hmm. And I just want him to be happy. And what is also really sad is that his uh, girlfriend or Veronica just seemed also so in love with him yeah. too. Like, uh, but I am. I mean, it was like one of those bittersweet moments where he did get to say goodbye mm-hmm. and like they got to have that moment, which was even more like emotional. So yeah, that one got me. I'm pretty sure that song was playing that I was probably yeah <laughs> about. Um. So yeah, so Manuel and Miss Choi see Chan Song looking depressed and like kind of in a state of mourning. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at this point, he doesn't really have anyone to talk to. Like, obviously, he knew Veronica, mm-hmm. and he loves uh, Sanchez, so he feels sad. But he can't go to Sanchez because, you know, he's the one who needs help. Mm-hmm. And um, Manuel and Miss Troy talk about how much grief and sadness the people who are living are left with after someone passes. Manuel comments on how long it's been since she's seen this sadness, and she meets eyes with Chansong, who looks so heartbroken. Mm-hmm. The next morning, Miss Choi greets the honeymooners as they leave their room, <laughs> and they end up in another hotel altogether. Uh, the new husband explains that his parents told him that it's a hotel that they can never find again. So I guess the way room 404 works is that you enter the room as a human, and then you exit the room at a completely different location. Mm-hmm. And then they, That's it. they also say, we'll be sure to bring our children here when they get married. I know. Like, like, why? What? Jesus. So weird. Very weird tradition for these people. I know. Chan Song and Mira talk about Sanchez leaving for Veronica's funeral and are interrupted by the security guards again. We then cut to Yuna, who is studying her sketch of the murder. Murderer. Sorry. She, <laughs> she almost gets hit by a car, and it is his car. She recognizes him from her sketch, and she hails a cab and follows him. Jiwan seems satisfied that she took the bait. 
Creepy. And he's like watching her in the cab. He's like, so she is following me. Yeah. Okay. He was eating like peanuts or something, and I was like, is he gonna choke on them? Like, <laughs> is the ghost gonna make him like choke while oh he's Oh my eating? god. I just thought it was a really weird. Touch. She gave him a paper cut too. I know. I just thought it was a weird touch that he just like picked up peanuts and was yeah. like, oh, she followed me. Because they like She's they made freaked. it a, a point to like show the yeah. bowl of peanuts or whatever. Maybe the peanuts will come in handy later. Maybe I don't know, but I was like, "What's why?" <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just um, another ad, <laughs> right? <laughs> Eat peanuts. Um, Chan Sung meets with Moon Suk again, and she thanks him for treating the new Liu as well. She offers him a job once he is done working at the hotel, and he tells her that he doesn't intend on leaving. But Moon Suk tells him that Manuel told her that he will be leaving soon once he sees off his final guest. And Moon Suk sympathizes that and says it must be hard. Yeah, and Chan Song is like, what? Mm-hmm. And she asks, like, who it is, and he's like, someone I care a lot about or uh-huh. something. Yeah. I hate those moments. Or, I mean, I don't hate them, but, like, it's just one of those moments in tv where someone's like really stoked and then someone is like mm-hmm. no you're the one who's going to be leaving soon or whatever yeah and they're just like what what's Me? happening yeah <laughs> clueless mm-hmm. so chansung looks a little shaken up after hearing the news from moonsook and gets a call from manuel she asks what he's doing and they have like a cryptic conversation about the moon and how hard it is for him to not be able to see it when he wants to like clearly about her uh-huh. but it's weird she tells him she'll meet up with him because like he sounds so mm-hmm. distressed down in the dumps mm-hmm. after they hang up chen song immediately gets a call from yuna who has found the car and the murder chen song freaks out and runs to her because it's like a dangerous situation mm-hmm. that a she's a high school girl teenage girl should not be in mm-hmm. uh jiwon watches yuna waiting outside of his bar with a security camera and wonders why she is following him and we see the bloody ghost beside him mm-hmm. chan sung shows up and she tells him that her sketch matches the driver and wonders if he is actually the culprit chan sung seems to recognize the person from the sketch and is alarmed when he realizes it's jiwon he tells Yuna to leave so he can handle it. Chansung then enters the bar and calls out to see if anyone is there, but then he sees an empty wine glass and a picture of Jiwon. When he turns around, he sees the bloody ghost. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. I know. All the while, Manuel is waiting for Chansung at his house. Um, she looks happy, but then sees Dark Mago appear. Dark Mago mentions exterminating Manuel. Since that is what she has wanted to do for so long, Manuel gives her attitude, as usual. Mm-hmm. But then Mago mentions that she knows the flowers on the tree have blossomed, meaning she now has something to lose. Dark Mago asks Manuel what she'll do if something happens to the person who made the flowers bloom. And Manuel starts to look a little bit scared. We then cut back to Chan Song, and he turns to find Jiwon standing there smiling at him. We cut back to Manuel with Mago, and she tells Manuel that once she encounters the fear... Fear, the blossoms will fall. As we see Manuel facing the dark Mago and Chansong facing Jiwon, the blossoms start to fall. And the episode ends on a cliffhanger. Of course. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... I was like, no! And I thought, it's still so early. Like, why are they talking about Chansung leaving? Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, this is like an episode 14 discussion, <laughs> right? Like, we're only in episode 11. I think because he's in the steps of the murderer. He's like, yeah, right there in with the him. clutches. Yes. Yeah. But um, I know, I'm like, so again, we're going to get to this in episode 12, but I'm like stressing about how Chansung and Manuel's relationship is gonna end up i mean she's dead i know (laughs) but (laughs) i mean unless he dies and joins her that's the only way i see it working at them like leaving together i know the afterlife i know it's gonna be one of those like I mean, I I just have a feeling it's going to be one of those, like, happy, sad things uh-huh. where, like, everybody kind of, like, leaves on a good note, but Everyone it's still dies sad. dies together. I don't think Chan Song... I think Chan Song is going to stay alive. Okay. Because in this episode, they mentioned that his lifeline is really long. hmm And I want to talk about lifelines when we get to that. Okay. Or should we just talk about it now? Too I don't bad. know. Did... I, like, got really into lifelines or, like, palm reading uh-huh. after... After this, this episode? Yeah, after they talk about lifelines... And I realized mine is super long. This is your lifeline, the the curvy one. This one? Uh, the one that goes down. So, yeah, yours is pretty long, too. Alex's stops, like, right here. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for viewer or listeners, it stops, like, an inch before his palm ends. And mine goes, like, all the way down to the end of my yeah, palm. Yeah, mine's, like, so does Joe's. All of my lines go, like, all the way across my palm. Mine stops here. Yeah, that one. I don't one, know what that one is. That one stops, he, like... Yeah, this yeah. one goes all the way. This is probably really enthralling th- for the <laughs> listener. Uh, yeah, well, I think this is the heart line, the one on the top, and the middle one is the headline. Headline? What does that mean? Um, I don't remember. Because <laughs> they don't always mean, like... Because then you have to, like, also look at where they stop and if they fork and all this stuff. And I was, like, reading up about it. But it was just so concerning to me that, like, um, Alex's lifeline stopped so soon. But, again, that doesn't mean, like, that he'll have a short life. You have to, like, read more about it. Hmm. But his, like, palm lines are really deep. Hmm. Like, very clear. And mine are, like, kind of faint. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I was just, like... Yeah, after the whole lifeline thing, I was like, I, I would like to look this up. What does this mean? Why is Alex so short? <laughs> anyway, so episode 12. Episode 12 starts with Mago explaining that the petals will fall once Manuel feels fear and Chansung sees Jiwon, basically, again, like, mm-hmm. three minutes before episode yeah. 11 starts. Um, Manuel ends up laughing at Mago, like, very arrogant, mm-hmm. as she is. And calls her system petty. Manuel tells Mago that she should bring him to her now so they can finally end everything. Um, Mago tells... don't know who him is. Yeah. That bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mago tells her that Chansung will be the one to bring him. And Ma- Manuel gets upset and asks why they have to involve Chansung in everything. Dark Mago says that it's not her who decided to involve Chansung, but the other ones who want to give her a good send-off. She says that Chansung will have to pay a very unfair price. And I think she mentions how, like, it's not fair and it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. But so that's, like, why she's not the one Mm -hmm. who decided that. Manuel insists that Chansung is with her because he wants to be, but Mago calls her wicked and points out that Chansung has already had to face the person that hurt him the most, his mother, and wonders who 
um, or how much more Chansong will have to suffer. Manuel finally starts looking nervous, and Mago says that she likes seeing her in fear. I know. Scary. Yeah. We cut back to the bar with Chan Song and Ji Won. Ji Won asks what he's doing at his bar and asks if he heard about it from Sanchez and Mira. They start acting fake and talking about how they're both in Korea and how Ji Won can finally do what he wants now that his father is dead. Mm. Probably killed his dad. I know, right? I was thinking the same <laughs> uh-huh. thing. Chan Song asks what he likes to do and they start talking about wine as Ji Won decants a bottle for them to drink i was like do not drink his wine i know he's right? gonna fucking poison you with that wine oh hell yeah and sure enough there he goes uh-huh um but as he like goes to get the drink for him chan song sees the ghost and asks like is this the one that killed you mm-hmm. and she's like fuck yeah uh-huh. we see G- <laughs> we see open a drawer that just filled with syringes and drugs and i'm like is he the only one that works there probably it's i'm sure it's just like a front for his murder his murder rooms so. yeah um so yeah he just has a drawer full of syringes and shit mm-hmm. he walks back and he sees chan song is gone from the table and has moved to a space behind a curtain and he kind of, like, loses it. He drops, mm-hmm. like, the glass and everything, like... Because he's like, oh, fuck, he found my murder room. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chen Song asks if Jiwon's hobby is actually murder, straight up. Mm-hmm. And Jiwon lunges at him with a syringe. The men start fighting, and Manuel keeps trying to call Chen Song, and she's worried that he's not picking up his phone after they agreed to meet. Miss Choi tries to calm her down, but Manuel thinks back to what Mago said about losing him, and she looks very nervous and is determined to find him. Mm-hmm. Yuna also tries calling him and walks by the bar again. She sees the police and an ambulance and calls Hyunjoon in tears, thinking that Chen Song has gotten hurt. Hyunjoon um, then tells bartender Kim that Chan Song has died. It's so crazy. This is like a Frasier episode. <laughs> right. The bartender and Hyun Jun relay the message to Manuel, but Manuel refuses to believe it and yells at him in tears. Chan Song walks into the hotel with scrapes on his face. She approaches him and feels his face and heart. It's very intense. Everyone's in tears behind uh-huh. her. She then slowly turns back to the rest of the staff. She curses at Hyunjoon and tries to go after him with her shoe. Uh-huh. But Miss Choi and the bartender hold her back while Hyunjoon gives Chen Song a big hug and says, You are alive. Yeah. I'm and so happy you're alive. Chen Song is like, What? what? <laughs> I was I was thinking like he didn't die. He didn't yeah, die. I was thinking like there's no way they're killing him off yeah. in episode twelve. But then a little part of me was like well, fuck, like, maybe he'll just, like... Be a good story. Maybe he'll just be part of the staff now. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> I didn't write this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how ghost hotels work. Uh, but, yeah, I was... I thought it was, like, again, a very tender moment when Manuel is mm-hmm. so, like, concerned for him. Like, you can tell she really loves him yeah. at this point. Manuel looks overwhelmed and storms off. I like how she storms off with the shoe in her hand, and so she's just, like, kind of hobbling. I know. I was like, girl, put your shoe back <laughs> or on. Or take the other one on for something. Yeah. <laughs> she's really upset. Yeah, she's just, like, so focused, like, doesn't even worry about mm-hmm. her one shoe on, one shoe off situation. Uh, and Chansong is embraced by the rest of the staff. Like, Miss Choi's, like, hitting him for scaring her, <laughs> and... The bartender and Hyunjoon are, like, hugging him. It must be very overwhelming for Chansong, who is, like, so confused at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so he's surprised to learn that they all thought he had died and <laughs> were afraid that he came back to the hotel as a guest. Hyun Jung explains that Yuna called him and she was worried since she saw the ambulance at the bar. Shansung explains that he called Young Soo before he confronted Jiwon, and Young Soo came in just in time, but then Jiwon freaked out and broke a wine ball to slit his throat, but he didn't end up dying. The ghosts tease each other about who was the most scared and sad that Chen Song had died, but then they start thinking about how they'll have to endure Manuel's terrible mood. <laughs> <laughs> they finally let Chen Song be a part of their little cheer, which I thought was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I relate so much to Manuel, just in a bad mood, just like, uh-huh. I hate all of y'all. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you just want to be treated to uh, champagne and uh-huh. fancy food. Good food, snacks. yes. All the good food and, like, pretty outfits. Beautiful clothes uh-huh. and nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't need a fancy car. No. Just all the good food and cute clothes. I mean, she says she's living in hell, but mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know. I don't know. She's got some nice shit. She does. <laughs> <laughs> and she watches TV a lot, it seems. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway. So Chansong goes to Manuel's office with a bottle of champagne to cheer her up, but she comes in with two full bags of first aid supplies from the <laughs> pharmacy, and guys, we got our yes. wound cleaning scene. Yes, when that happened, I was like, wound cleaning, ding, 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 ding. I know. <laughs> it happened. Uh, I was surprised it took us till episode 12. And I don't know if you have it in here, but there's also a slight wrist grab that happens like right around the scene, too. Mm-hmm. She like gets up and he grabs yeah. her wrist, and then they hold hands for a second. Uh-huh. And I was like, wrist grab, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, a hotel, or like a, what is it, K-drama bingo or something? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> K-drama drinking game. <laughs> um. So yeah, wound cleaning happens. Uh, Chan Song seems happy that Manuel is so concerned for him, and he lets her fuss over his injuries. And there's a funny bit where he realizes she put hemorrhoid cream on his face. And she's like, I put cream that's meant for your butthole on your face. And she thought that was really funny. I know, so did Alex. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he's like, butthole <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and then Chan Zong is like well if it heals something down there it probably works on my face <laughs> so dumb and I like that Manuel like doesn't know how to like do first aid because mm-hmm. she's like Not a ghost and she's like I'll just put the most expensive thing on <laughs> like that's a good uh, strategy mm-hmm. for first aid um, so he asks her how she couldn't tell if he was alive or a ghost, like teasing her, and she admits that she was afraid. She groans about being embarrassed in front of her employees, <laughs> so Chan Song gives her a remedy to calm her down. A big hug. She looks annoyed and tries to give him attitude, but she doesn't pull away and just kind of lets it happen. Again, so cute. Just... Just be happy. That's what Just happens. I know, right? Come on. Young Soo and his team search Jiwon's bar and find the drugs he used to kill his victims and bottles of wine that actually have the victim's blood. This what? Some Hannibal Lecter shit. I know. I one of the guys is like, is he a demon? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Young Soo tells his partner that they got a tip from someone about the real murderer, but he's confused as to how one of the victims could have called him. And basically, it's like, it was the woman, mm-hmm. the wife, saying that he murdered her or whatever. And yeah, whatever. is confusing to him. Mm-hmm. Two times, ghosts have called him, basically. 
Yeah, it's Shen- confusing to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Chansung packs up all of the first aid stuff and even packs his champagne and caviar and a neck massager. And she... I'm sorry, Manuel. Yeah. I fucked up everybody's name. putting everyone's names in other places. <laughs> Manuel packed up all of that stuff. And yes. she gave him champagne and caviar and a neck massager. And I like when she talks about the neck massager. And she's like, Bleh. She's like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. And then he does it back to her later on. It was really funny. Um, but she tells him that he can go home and rest and that he can use one of her cars to get home. And Chansung asks to take the red car home and is surprised when she agrees. And he tells her it was a test and gloats that she likes him more than the car. Then they mm-hmm. talk about how they can explain what happened to Young Su without mentioning the ghost. And Manuel mentions how he used to be very afraid of ghosts, meaning in the past Yon life. Wu, yeah. Um, they talk about her past and how she grew up with Yan Wu like they were siblings and how his mom helped to raise her for a while. Mm-hmm. Manuel notes that she hasn't really told things about her past, or they haven't really talked about her past like that before. And Chansong says that maybe it's because the flowers have bloomed. At the same time, while Manuel says, maybe it's because the flowers are going to wither soon. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So awkward slash heartbreaking. Yep. Yeah, they both look awkward and sad and seem to be aware that time is running out for them. Chansong abruptly walks out and leaves the things that Manuel packed for him behind. And she, like, goes to be, like, uh, like... And, like, uh, forget yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. It's awkward. Yeah. Chansong sits alone in the <laughs> lobby and thinks about how Ma Go told him to look at the flowers and to see Manuel off. And how Manuel told him to not feel too lonely after seeing her off. And Manuel watches him from afar and I started, like, tearing up again <laughs> here, too. Because, again, it's, like, I hate it when, like, two people who should be happy together are not happy, are not happy together because of some, like, external circumstance. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, just let it happen. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be cute together. Why is it so hard? Anyway. Then it wouldn't be a drama. Because she did. And, mm-hmm. yeah. You're like, you're right. Then it wouldn't be a drama. Mm-hmm. It would just, just be, be two people in love. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, so then <laughs> we cut to the hospital where G1 is recovering from his, uh, from, like, slicing his neck. Mm-hmm. He's being watched by the police, but wakes up early and sneaks away. Mm-hmm. I know. We get a flashback of Chen Song telling Ji Huan about the ghosts and how he knows the hello wine bottles are filled with the victim's blood. Chen Song also mentions how the seventh victim is standing behind him and has told him about the syringe that um, Ji Huan was holding. The ghost then touches Ji Huan and he freaks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, so ghosts exist, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking creep. I hate yeah, him. He, he, he's like... Insane. Yeah, he's like the worst type of person. Yeah. Um, back to present time, Chen Sung gets a call from Young Su, and Ji Wan is on the roof of the hospital, refusing to speak to anyone but Chen Song. Chen Song goes to the rooftop where Ji Wan is standing on the ledge. He asks Chen Song if he's being helped by a ghost now, and Chen Song says there is a spirit who always watches over him. And we see Manuel leaning against the railing, and she's just, like, looking cool in a really fucking awesome jacket. I know. And Andrew's like, you need that outfit. And I was like, I need all her outfits. (laughs) But whatever. If you had paid attention. (laughs) You know that I need every single one. (laughs) 
But yeah, she's looking really cool. She's uh-huh. just like watching the whole thing, and um, Jiwon can't see her. Uh-huh. Um, Manwa asks if she should push him, but Chansung says he needs to pay for his crimes. Jiwon can't see her and starts to blame Chansung for his life falling apart. Chansung disagrees, and then we get a flashback of them at Harvard, and Chansung is at a bar and he confronts Jiwon for sending the postcard and gun to Sanchez. And again, they're just like holding this gun in a bar, kind of waving it around. I know. Crazy. It's okay. You're in the U.S. Like, you're in a Boston (laughs) bar. That's just the reputation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what they think of us. (laughs) Um, So yeah, he confronts him about it and Chansung tells Jiwon to leave or he will tell his father what happened and insinuates that Jiwon's father is more likely to believe Chansung, the straight A student, rather than the shameful son he sent away. Jiwon tells Chansong he wishes he would have pulled the trigger back then, and Manuel realizes the two men knew each other. Mm-hmm. So I think she's starting to be like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. There's, she's, there's she's some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Chansong approaches Jiwon and tells him that his deeds won't end with death, and he, he needs to stay alive and atone for his sins to save his soul. Jiwon argues that he was only doing what other people wanted him to do, the people from the Hello website, and those deaths aren't his responsibility. I'm like, what are you talking about? <sighs> Ridiculous. Um, That's just an excuse ex- yeah. to hurt other people. Like, they, they wanted them dead. It, I'm like, just, so because, them. just because someone wants someone dead doesn't mean, uh, one, it doesn't mean that they actually meant it. Mm-hmm. If it's like a venting website. Two, doesn't mean that the person actually deserves it. Yeah. Three. Three, doesn't mean you, you need to fucking do anything. Exactly. Like, what? That's just you being crazy and just, just being a psycho. People. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Chansung yells at him to get down from the ledge, but G1 shows. Uh, Chansong, a post he made on the website cursing Chansong. He, he smiles and says he hopes it re- receives a lot of support and then he jumps. Chansong tries to catch him, but it's too late and he runs down the stairs as Ji Wan falls to his death. Mm-mm-mm. To two fallen deaths from high places on this show. Oh, Yuna? Mm hmm. I know him. Yikes. Yep. Mm hmm. Manuel stays on the roof and picks up the phone Jiwon was holding. Ghost Jiwon appears and he looks crazy as fuck. Mm -hmm. Looks really creepy. Um, She tries to stab him with her black fan, but a force field. She says like this really cool line about like getting rid of him and stuff. Uh huh. It's like a really cool tearing him apart. Yeah. Yeah, and then she like tries to stab him, but this force field appears around him every time she stabs him. And he starts laughing and says his hatred and resentment and support from the website are protecting him. Manuel vows to get rid of his power, but he says that he'll just become more powerful and then disappears. I don't understand the rules of a vengeful spirit. I don't either. But apparently the internet is very, very powerful. (laughs) Yeah. Incredibly powerful. Uh, scary. Yeah, totally. I guess maybe they feed off of, like, the will and, like... All the bad vibes. All the, and, yeah. And if, since there were, like, so many people who were, like, sending their bad vibes... Mm-hmm, about Chen Song and... Uh-huh. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, Young Su talks to Chan Song about the case, and they talk about how spirits could have made the tip call. 
it's weird. Yeah. Off topic, uh-huh. I feel like Chan Song needs to tell Manuel that Young Su and Mira are like kind of dating. Yeah. Because she has not seen that yet and that has not come up yet. And I feel like if she just stumbles upon it, she she'd be really it, upset. She's going to like lose her fucking shit. Yeah. I feel like she needs to be warned that this is happening and these these are not the same people technically. Mhm. They kind of are, but not really. I'm wondering if the if that will come up or if they're going to continue like to be part of the to. story. Right? That's what I was thinking, but because then they're still kind of showing them. Well, after this scene, they don't show him anymore. I guess this is like halfway through the episode, mm-hmm. so he could certainly come back next mm-hmm. episode. Maybe it will be one of those things where they're all going to be, like, in a room together. Mm-hmm. Like, G... Uh, not G1. <laughs> the ghost of G1. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. So, like, uh, what's his face? Young Su. Uh-huh. Mira. Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Manwall. Chansong. Chansong. And then it's just going to be like... Mago. Yeah. It's going to be like, huh? Huh? Reaper. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he skips his martini. <laughs> I know everything. I already know. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait to keep mm-hmm, watching. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like she needs to... She needs Chansong to tell her. Yeah. Because he can, like, calm her down and stuff. Totally. Totally. Um, so yeah, awkward tip call conversation. Chanson goes back to the rooftop, and Manuel tells him how she met Jiwan's spirit. She says that he's become a vengeful spirit, and they need to take it seriously, and that she forbids to let Chanson leave her side until they catch him. Mm-hmm. Back at the hotel, Yuna and Hyungjung talk about the case, and Yuna is afraid that Manuel will kick her out of the hotel. Hyungjung tells her it'll be okay since she helped the victims reveal their wrongful deaths. He introduces her to the new guest, and it's the ghost that Yuna saw in the car. At first, when he's like, there's a guest that wants to meet you, he's like, oh my god, it's Jiwon. He's fucking murderer. <laughs> he, like, went to the hotel. Uh-huh. But no, it wasn't him. No. <laughs> it was the woman he murdered that was following him. Yeah. That Yuna helped. Yeah. I just thought that, like, he wanted to fuck, fuck with her. Yeah. Because she was the one following him and ultimately found him. Totally. I'm wondering, I'm sure... <sighs> I, I'm just wondering how that storyline is going to be resolved. I don't know. Because, as we'll get to later, the Reaper is now involved. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and yeah, maybe we get a little bit more of his backstory, too. Reaper? Yeah. Because he's just, like, so mysterious. Yeah. And you just, like, see him when someone's being sent off, or he's just, like, lurking at the bar. <laughs> lurking? He's just, like, there. He's a funny character. Uh-huh. Yeah. For being the Reaper. <laughs> he's got a sense of humor. Uh-huh. Uh, that actor was in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, hmm. and he he also played because he's kind of like a big dude, mm-hmm. right? Um, he played a like bodyguard slash driver kind of character for like huh. the rich CEO, and it was really funny because uh, he played one of those characters where he was like actually really sensitive, even though he's like a big guy or whatever. Uh-huh. And so it was funny seeing him, like, always getting his feelings hurt by, like, one, thinking that the CEO was talking about how, like, he wanted to become friends with him, but he was actually talking about, like, his love interest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he starts dating a girl in that show, but she wants to keep it a secret. And so, like, she keeps, they keep meeting in, like, stairwells or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And to hide their relationship, if someone comes by, she starts, like, yelling at him. <laughs> like, I can't believe you did this and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. for work stuff. And then he always looks sad. I don't know. It's funny seeing him. In, in this type of role. In kind of, like, a more cool guy. Yeah. Rather than just kind of, like, a bumbling, mm-hmm. whatever, sweetheart. Bumbling big dude. Uh-huh. Anyway. <clears throat> um, Yuna takes Hyunjun to her columbarium? Yeah, I, I googled that. Is that how you say it? I think it's columbarium. Colum, columbarium? Don't know. Mm. But it's the places where urns are kept. Oh, okay. What, what would you call that besides that word? I've never heard of that word. I've never heard of it either, but... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not really a cemetery, but kind of. I know, that's why I googled it. <laughs> Because I was like, where, what do you call, because it's not like a mausoleum. Yeah. Because this is like multiple people, right? Yeah, and it's you like. you find your one. Yeah, it's like just, oh, they almost look like little lockers. Mm-hmm. But instead of, they're like open and you just like put your urn and you can put like flowers or pictures. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them featured a lot in K-dramas. Mm-hmm. But um, I've never known what that place is called, so. According to Google. (laughs) Google's usually right. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, they go there, um, and they talk about how she was afraid to go there before and where Hyunjin was buried. And he's like, I'm not really, like, in a place. I'm, like, in a mountain. Uh Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah, Yeah. that sucks. Um, But she puts a picture of him in her little box and calls it a couple's grave. And it's, like, a drawing she did of him. Mm Mm-hmm. And at that point, Andrew looks at me and just starts laughing. Because <laughs> he thought the mouth looked funny on her drawing. And I was like, wasn't that bad? It looked fine. She's a high school art student. Well, and it's of him, like, kind of smirking. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's just the shading on his lips. And he's like, okay. Dang <laughs> art <teacher."> critic. <laughs> but, um, so she puts that there. And then he gets sad and tells her that she should have a boyfriend that is kind and alive, but she kisses him and tells him that she likes him, and he kisses her back. Aww. Aww. Manuel tends to Chen Song, and he wakes up to her smiling sweetly at him. They look all lovey-dovey, and then they start bickering again when Chen Song complains how sore he is sleeping on his couch. And Manuel says that he should have slept in her room, and they have a little back and forth, making each other flustered about sleeping together, and Chen Song ends up doing a wrist grab, Pulls her in, only to turn the fan on her and tease her for blushing. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they going to kiss when he did that wrist mm-hmm. grab? I was mm-hmm. like, kiss! No nope. kiss! And then he just turns her little fan on her. He's a tease. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuel gathers herself and says they should go get acupuncture instead of doing the, the little massage thing by a famous traditional traditional Eastern medicine doctor. They go to his office, and in his and his waiting room is packed. Manuel tells Chansong that the doctor is keeping someone alive who should have been dead three years ago. Damn. I know. She tells him that she made a deal with the Reaper. If she makes sure that this person passes, he will bring Jiwan's vengeful spirit to her. And he's like, I can't kill this person. Like, I just need to make sure he's that he dies. Manuel admits that it might be her fault that the vengeful spirit is following him since Dark Mago told her that Chansong would have to pay a high price for helping her. 
She promises Chansong that she will take care of everything so he doesn't have to be the one that pays. Manuel then rips an ad from the mag- from a magazine and tells Chansong to give it to the doctor and tell him this is why he came. We finally meet the doctor, cameo by Lee Sung Joon, Dr. Song in Descendants of the Sun. Oh my god. Did you recognize him? I did not. No. He looks but older, yeah. I'll have to look at that again. Yeah. Andrew didn't notice that either. Okay. But who knows if he's paying attention. Right. I, I was like, I know that guy. I, but I couldn't figure out where he was from, but I think it's wow. because they aged him so mm-hmm, much mm-hmm. to make him look older. That's what aging means. <laughs> no, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but <laughs> for anyone who does not know, though, <laughs> but because at first I thought he was a guy from um, Healer, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, that's not him. I was like, where is he from? So Alex didn't clock it. No, he didn't. Wow. I know. And he figured out Yanwu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I told Alex, I was like, I recognize that guy. And he was like, I don't know. But the thing is, Alex always thinks he recognizes people when they're not actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, uh, the woman who was, um, like, the bride, the honeymooner or whatever. Uh-huh. He, he thought that was G. Yule from Romance as a Bonus Book. <laughs> I was like... I am like 99% that is not the person who played Jiul. And I was like, honestly, like, she's too big of an actress to take, like, a one line role. That couple didn't speak at all. They said, like, two words. Yeah. Because I was like, she's too big of an actress to. Like, I could see her maybe being. doing a cameo on the show, but she would be, like, a ghost or something. Mm -hmm. With, like, an actual storyline. Yeah. She wouldn't just be like. I'm I'm here to bone. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's not her. And so then he like looked up the actress, not like the actress who played Jiul on IMDb and then on Asian Wiki. Mm. And it wasn't there. And I was like, I'm telling you that's <laughs> not her. I mean, you should have just gone to the Hotel Del Luna IMDb. Well, he tried to, but there's not a lot on there. Oh. And so we he looked at Jiul's actress's name, I forget. And then we went to I the Asian Wiki. Asian mm-hmm. Wiki is like very helpful with that. And um she wasn't on there. And I was like, it's not her. But he's always like, Hey, is that someone from a whatever whatever drama? And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> he, he says that a lot, like even like just in passing while I'm watching something, and he's like, I think I recognize that person. And I'm no. like, No, I don't think you do, because I don't recognize them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So uh, the doctor, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, Chansong meets with the doctor, and they talk about how stress is causing him to have indigestion, and how acupuncture... get that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just take some Pepto. Uh-huh. Uh, nervous tummy, as mm-hmm, we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about how stress is causing Chansong to have indigestion, and how the acupuncture and special herbal medicine will help him. Chansong shows the doctor the ad that Manuel ripped out for him and mentions that money has actually been the source of his stress. Money, please. Mm-hmm. The doctor offers a large amount of money for one centimeter of Chansong's lifeline. And it came up on the subtitles as, like, 40,000 American. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn. Mm-hmm. How much of my lifeline do you want? <laughs> what does right? that mean for me in years? <laughs> I know. 40,000, please. Because oh, he even says, like, 
it won't take that much off of your life. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, take a whole inch. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> because, oh, and then I think, like, when they talk about it a little later, Manuel's like, people do it because, like, they don't actually believe mm-hmm. in, like, the Oriental medicine. So yeah. They just think it's some kooky guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, again, like, the whole lifeline business mm-hmm. really put me in a wormhole of <laughs> uh, looking up palm reading. Uh, yeah. So, like we said earlier, my life. I would love to go to a palm reader. I do, too. I kind of want to go to a tarot card reader, That'd too. Be fun, yeah. But my mom is like, you don't want to mess with that stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're not going to curse you. Right. They just tell you stuff. She just... Well, and again, this was when I was, like, really young, because I was interested in getting my cards read mm-hmm. when I was, like, in middle school, because I was, like, a weird kid <laughs> or whatever. And my mom was like, that's just... Basically, she used it as, like, that's a gateway drug to... As Be a cult. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she didn't want me to become a witch. <laughs> uh, she was like, that's how they get you started. You, they start with palm reading and reading your cards, which seem harmless, and then they suck you in. I was like, oh, okay. Mom, if you're listening, okay. I love you. <laughs> um, Caitlin's going to get her palm and cards read. Uh-huh. And then she's going to become a witch. But I won't curse. I'm be, I'll be a good witch. And she's going to get um, the Hasbro Ouija board. <laughs> I got one of those for Christmas one year. From a friend, mm-hmm. and my mom flipped shit. And she's like, you can't have that in the house. And I was like, mom, it's Hasbro. <laughs> it can't be bad. I don't think they would let them out of the toy factory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um... So, doop, doop, doop. Oh, Chan Song leaves the office with Manuel, and they talk about the concept of buying someone's lifeline, and Chan Song wonders who they are buying the lifelines for. Manuel suggests that it's for someone special. Back at the clinic, we see um, that the doctor and his wife have been attaching lifelines to their son, and then we cut to Manuel telling Chan Song that they have to end the life of the couple's young child. And that he's. Kid- that kid has a long-ass lifeline attached to him. I know. It was, like, all the way... It was, like, like down his arm. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder, like, what he's sick of that would cause him to, I guess, deteriorate so quickly that he needs... All those lifelines. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, it's super long, so... I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't understand lifeline cuts and additions, <laughs> so... I certainly don't either. <laughs> I just thought that was crazy, like, how far down his arm it I went. I mean, he, they said, like, he was supposed to die. Three years ago. Three years ago. So, I mean, it's... And I guess they've never found a cure for whatever it is he's sick of. Or maybe it's just one of those things, like, they can't help him medically. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Even if he just had, like, cancer or something, uh-huh. like... It's just too far gone, but they're only keeping him alive with these, like... What a shitty life to live, though. I know. Like, you're keeping your kid alive for your own sake, really. Right. For you, when this kid is just, like, in fucking bed, not able to do anything, not actually able to live. Right. It's kind of wild. I know. It's sad. <sighs> mm-hmm. Back at the tree, 
Mago and the Reaper talk about how the tree will die once Manuel passes. Mago says that Manuel's life and the tree are chained together. Mago mentions that it's been too long for Manuel and the man who was forced to remain as a small light. And we see the firefly flying around the tree. Mago tells the Reaper how when she was escorting everyone to the afterlife after the hotel was built, he turned back and has been there all this time. We see a montage of moments between Manuel and Chung Myung, and we see him holding the pin thing that Manuel symbol, with Manuel symbol, while he thanks "Live your life as a traitor, so Manuel can live," and he holds it so tightly that he bleeds. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, "Fuck, is he actually a good guy? Like, what's going on here?" I don't know. Why are you afraid? <laughs> so crazy i know i were you expecting that no i wasn't either honestly i, I expected he was the firefly because they kept kind of alluding to that mm-hmm. and that was so mysterious that there's just like a little bug yeah yeah i kind of thought it was him when we saw like an outline of a person mm-hmm. at the hotel and like obviously we saw the fireflies at the beginning of the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i was thinking like it has to be someone from her past yeah um but yeah and then but then like when Yanwu came to life or whatever as like young suit i was like well it's not him mm-hmm. but yeah i'm like i just want to know what happened like because i know could y'all tell us please already I, <laughs> I mean i know we have six more or four more episodes or whatever what? but uh yeah i just want to know what the actual story is yeah like how him becoming a traitor i guess maybe Okay, let's jump ahead to predictions mm-hmm. since we're talking about it That's so much right now. So, do you think he was actually there to meet Manuel because he loves her? Mm-hmm. He had her little symbol thingy, and then old Mira came and was like, "Fuck you! What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And then he had to like quickly come up with a cover story to save her life, mm-hmm. knowing that she would be dead that they were going to kill everyone regardless Mm -hmm. but maybe that meant but if he said that she's the one who led him to all the people that they would Mm -hmm. spare her Mm -hmm. i think that's maybe what happened but it's so shitty Mm -hmm. and then i'm curious like did she actually kill him that night because they never showed her killing him right yeah that's something i've been wondering about they show they show the moment of her revealing herself and him not looking shocked like i expected him to look right and we never saw what happened after yeah so she could have like freaked out and left uh-huh. or she could have thought she killed him but didn't or she could have actually killed him yeah or he could have been like just kill me mm-hmm and, like, done that thing that I've seen in other, like, historical dramas where, like, someone is, like, you need to kill me for whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever reason. And, like, the person is, like, Ugh, And, like, they basically, like, make the person, like, yeah. stab them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. <sighs> but the thing is, like, Manuel still harbors so much, like, whatever, fury mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like anger towards him that i feel like she doesn't he must not know the whole story or else she wouldn't be that angry at him still yeah because the thing of it is is 
they're expecting her to lose her shit and become an evil spirit. Right. When seeing him. Mm-hmm. And that's why they need to have Chance on there. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm wondering, too, because they say, like, Chansong is going to be the one to bring him into mm-hmm. her life. Bring her, whatever. I'm wondering if he's going to realize who the Firefly is and then have to, like, get the whole backstory so he can, like, present it to her. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm wondering, like you said earlier, if she's going to learn that news and then see, like, Mira mm-hmm. and... Young, whatever, young suit together. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And she's just going to, like, lose her mind. She's going to disappear, and then he's going to have to go find her. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Because she gets angry fast. She's got a temper. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know, man. So good. So good. The Reaper does everything, though. I know. (laughs) (laughs) The Reaper says he didn't take the Firefly because Mago asked him not to and is impressed that a human spirit could survive so long as a small light. Mago says that it's a curse Chung Myung cast on himself because of a promise he made to Manuel. Confusing. I know. Reaper tells Mago about the deal he made with Manuel to lessen Chen Song's burden. Mago tells him that Manuel still doesn't understand the price Chen Song must pay, and once she finds out, she will be sad and scared. What's the price? Oh, I don't know. I don't want anyone Other to be sad death. and scared. Back at the doctor's office, Manuel teases Chan Song to not be scared since she'll protect him and make sure he doesn't lose any of his lifeline. She holds his hand saying she's just protecting his palm and Chan Song mentions the parents must feel despair for not wanting to send their son off and he like holds her hand back. In the doctor's office, Chan Song brings up their son and the doctor explains how they tried the surgery out of desperation and it ended up working. Meanwhile, Manuel goes and talks to the sick boy. He asks if she's the Reaper, and they have a funny (laughs) back and forth about their fashion concepts. (laughs) And um, I guess, like, in Korea, or in Korean, there's two versions of black. Because he mentions, like, in English, it's just black. Mm -hmm. And she's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So she gets down to business and tells him how his parents have been aging so quickly because they're donating their lifelines to him. And how he must make a decision whether he wants to stay alive or just go. Because basically, like, he was meant to die mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Chansung tells the doctor that he knows they've been giving up their own life, their own lives for their son. And the doctor says it doesn't matter if their son survives. But Chansung tells him that it's his son's decision and the parents must let him go. The doctor and his wife run to their son's room, but he's already passed away. The parents start to sob and mourn, and Manuel and Chansong and the boy watch. And, and the like, boy's, like, crying while watching. I know. I'm like, why are you guys letting him watch yeah, this? Like, take him already. Take him to the hotel. <laughs> you don't need to stand here anymore. Yeah. So, like, heart-wrenching. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, later on, Manuel has a drink with the Reaper, who thanks her for handling the situation before he had to bring all three together. She seems shaken up from the night and says that the boy's parents might have preferred that that they all go together. Mm-hmm. The boy tells Manuel he was worried that his death would make his parents sad, but she tells him those things are for the people left behind to worry about. As Manuel wipes away the lifelines, the boy says he's scared. Manuel repeats the words scared in the present day, and the Reaper promises to catch the vengeful spirit and to not be scared. 
And she's like, yeah, that's why I'm scared. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> da, da, da. Later on, Hyunjoon helps Yuna with her homework, and they flirt with each other in the lobby, and they're being super cute. Miss Choi and the bartender watch on, and they're like, mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. What is this? Sanchez comes home early from Veronica's funeral because he thinks Veronica is still at the hotel. Chen Sung brings Manuel to Sanchez's restaurant, which I would love to eat at. It looks like yummy pizza. Did I tell you my mom went to one of those chains? Oh, really? I guess I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I told Alex then. It, apparently, like, the Pizza Avolo is, like, the name of his restaurant, but it's just a chain in Korea. Mm. And my mom took a selfie in front of one. She was like, hey. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sanchez, ah. Mm-hmm. Um... So they're at his restaurant, and he tells her how he lied to Sanchez about Veronica still being at the hotel because Sanchez was so distraught. He begs Manuel to go along with it until he feels better. Sanchez thanks Manuel for everything and asks if they can bring the pizza back to her because it was her favorite. Mm -hmm. Manuel starts lashing out and asks Sanchez if he wants to pass on shoes or jewelry or even a car or a yacht to Veronica. (laughs) Chan Sung yells at Manuel, and she tells him that if Sanchez doesn't get better soon, she'll take everything. Please. Again, her temper, man. Mm-hmm. She, like, was not playing that game. Nope. Chansung pulls Manuel out of the restaurant, and she tells him she's doing this because she's sick of seeing people act so pathetic when people they love die. She tells Chansung to not be like those other people, and he asks how he can be any different when he doesn't want to let her go. He asks how she can ask him to be okay, and she tells him that he has to be okay or she'll be too scared to go. Chansung reminds Manuel that they were afraid of Chansung having to pay a price for staying by her side, and he wonders if being heartbroken and pathetic is the price he has to pay. Chansung goes to comfort Sanchez, and Sanchez cries as he asks if Veronica is not there anymore. Like, he realizes it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuel stands by her tree and watches the petals fall, which the dark manga warned would happen when she became afraid. When Chansung gets home, he sees Manuel waiting for him. She recalls how scared he was when he saw his first ghost, and she admits that she's now the scared one. She tells him the petals have started to fall, but they disappeared before hitting the ground. Chansung suggests that maybe the petals are falling onto him so he can bear the burden so that Manuel doesn't have to be afraid to leave him behind. He tells her it's an act of love made by a fragile human. Manuel says being left as a petal, which will only vanish, is too sad, and then gives him a teary kiss. As she's about to back away, Chansung pulls her in for more for a more intense kiss, and more flower petals fall, and they hold each other, and then end of episode. Aye. Mm-hmm. That was a good kiss. It was. Yeah. Good episode. Uh, very good episode. Alex made a comment, and he was like, man, he's like holding her head really tight <laughs> like <laughs> pop her head <laughs> yeah no uh i i cried at the end of that one too because i was like fuck they're gonna be sad mm-hmm. they're gonna she's gonna leave like it's inevitable <sighs> yeah it, it totally is the question is just whether or not like he loses his life and oh. joins her in the process yeah or whether it's just one of those <sighs> spoilers for goblin Spoilers for God. I don't think you're ever going to uh, watch it. <laughs> I mean, if we ever do it for the show, I'll forget it by then, I'm sure. Okay. That's what happened with Bong Soon. <laughs> right. Uh, it could be one of those where she goes on and then 
maybe, well, no, the timeline won't work out right. Because I was going to say, maybe she goes on, but then gets reincarnated, and so they can be together. Mm-hmm. Or, But maybe, maybe she goes on, he lives his life, mm-hmm. he dies, and then, like, 50 years later... They're both reincarnated. They're both reincarnated, and they get to meet again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happened in Goblin. Spoiler. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of predictions. Who knows which is right, if any of them. I know. We've just, like... Been throwing ideas out there. Yeah. Hopefully one will land, or maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I'm just so excited to keep watching... I think that's what I'm going to do when I have my day off on Monday. Nice. I don't have my day off. Neither does Alex. Jealous of you guys. Well, you get, like, all Thanksgiving week that's off. That's true. And a long time for but Christmas I want, off. I want all the days. <laughs> okay. True. I want every day off and just, like, do podcasts and music work. I mean, that's what I want, too. Right? Yeah. It's, like, the life. Yeah. So subscribe, y'all. Please. <laughs> if you leave us a rating and a review, it not only like makes us feel good, but it also it helps, helps our cast up there. Yeah, it helps other people and like find our podcast. And if you're like, hey, I don't mind listening to these girls talk about whatever random Make shit. Make dumb jokes. And... And also K-dramas. Uh-huh. Tell a friend. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like listening to dumb podcasts. <laughs> Maybe you do too. <laughs> Please follow and subscribe and like and do all the things. Please. Yeah, tell your friends. Thanks. Shall um, we move, move on? Fashion? Fashion. Yes, God! Do you have anything? The one that stood out to me the most was the jacket. The jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool blazer. I wrote that one down. Also, also her glasses chain. Mm-hmm. She really pulls off wearing glasses around her neck. Yeah, <laughs> like an got, old lady. She's got cute glasses too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've just been really liking the her lipstick. It's mm-hmm. like very glossy. Yes. But a vibrant color. Mm-hmm. And it has led me to buy lip gloss. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, she's just, what a fashion icon. I mean, there's just so many. hmm I will say, I'm not a huge fan of her long, high pony. Yeah. Like, bangs. Yeah. I mean, she pulls it off still, but it's just not my favorite look of hers. I think I just don't really care for her hair up. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a bit tighter. Yeah. I like I her, know. like, flowy hair. Yeah, I like the mermaid I, I did like her outfit, though, when um, Chan Song made her make all those phone calls, uh-huh. and I liked her hair. It was, like, kind of a, like, teased crown, and then she had her headband, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, like, the, it was, like, kind of, not a super long pony, yeah. thing, but just kind of, like, a low one. I've tried to do that hairstyle myself, and I just feel like it never looks as good as, like, when I see people on TV. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, hair hairstyling in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think maybe it's because my head is so big. I don't know. Like adding more volume to my to an already big head. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. It's just tough doing your own hair. It really is. 
It's like when you first go to the hair salon and your hair looks and feels amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I just don't want to shower yeah. ever because my hair looks so good. When and then when you try to style it, it just doesn't look as good. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> it's the same hair. Yep. Um, when our band gets really big, wigs. I'm yes. just going to have short hair and just wigs, 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 wigs. Good wigs. Yeah, that's why I'm saying when our band mm-hmm. gets big, so we'll have money <laughs> to spend on wigs. Yeah, everyone wears wigs. We need a wall of wigs, like Moira. Oh, yeah. And they're all named. <laughs> I want to have, like, a walk-in closet. And, like, I don't know if you've seen at, like, the containers or whatever, you can, like, pull a oh, little uh-huh. insert out mm-hmm. for, like, ties. Yes. Just, like, have a little it's thing of wigs. wigs. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. Speaking of wigs and Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek, the mm-hmm. best show ever. Mm-hmm. We went to the movies recently. Um, to Draft House, we saw Galaxy Quest because Alamo Draft House shows old movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. But they showed a preview for Cats, and I had never seen the preview. Like, really? I know, like, everyone's been joking about it and laughing about it online or whatever, but I just hadn't seen it. Uh-huh. I didn't know all these fucking people were in it, like Taylor Swift and fucking. Judy Dench. Yeah, like all these people. Yeah. But we're watching it, and there's a scene where there's like, I think it's like a black cat or something. Mm-hmm. But I started laughing because they just made me think of Moira <laughs> in that last season where she's like the crow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just could not yeah. stop laughing with how they look. Yeah. All I could think of was Moira Rose. I haven't finished season five yet. It's good. Yeah, I need to. It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Shed's Creek, it's such an easy watch. Mm-hmm. The episodes are really short. And, and it's so funny. It's so funny. And all the characters so are really endearing. And, like, it's it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All that's left is I love you moment. I love you moment. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I have like three. Okay. <laughs> um, the obvious choice is the kiss at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what a great kiss. Beautiful looking couple. <laughs> Beautiful kiss. I like sometimes K drama kisses are too much mm-hmm. where or they're not enough, where it's like they're just pressing their faces up mm-hmm. against each other. You're like, okay. Yeah, or you can see them like kind of going to town mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't and the camera's like real close. Mm, I'm like, I don't need to see their lips moving. I just, mm-hmm. I seem to get the idea of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, beautifully shot, great looking couple, very tender moment. Because they're also afraid. Mm-hmm. I kind of like those like, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Like kissing out of Where fear. Is this going? <laughs> yeah. Um, my other like mm-hmm. sad I love you moment. It's two sad I love you moments, but when Chansong and Veronica finally like see each other sanchez sound god damn it <laughs> why do i keep saying Ch- i think their names kind of sound similar maybe <laughs> chen song sanchez anyway uh, okay. i don't know <laughs> sure let's go with it sure <laughs> uh but yeah when sanchez and veronica have their moment yeah i think that's mine yeah and then also when chen song and manuel do their like Maybe it's because the flowers bloom. Maybe oh, it's because uh-huh. the flowers are falling, and he looks like stunned into yeah. like realizing. And he's just like I'm. I'm out of here. I guess. Yeah, and he looks like so distraught mm-hmm. with like having to cope with that she might be leaving soon. Yeah, those are my three. 
Yeah, I'll go with the Sanchez Veronica scene. Yeah. That's sad. I love you. Mm-hmm. We tend to like those. Yeah. And also because it's like, it's not something you typically see mm-hmm. in a show all the time. Yeah. And definitely not in real life. Right. <laughs> but like, of all the things to happen, like, uh-huh. it's very special to be able to see like the person you were in love with. Mm-hmm. One last time before they're, I mean, they're dead, but. Yeah. Yeah. Before you won't ever see them again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she was really pretty, too. I yeah. really liked her hair. That was sad. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to grow my bangs out a little bit so that they're more, because my bangs have been really not cooperating with me mm-hmm. the past week or so. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want the ones that, like, I could. They're more like curtain bangs, yeah. I guess. I like those. So, if you're keeping up with my hair journey. <laughs> bangs or something. That's where I'm at. I know. Sometimes I'm like, dang, they look good. And sometimes I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Anyway, bangs, am I right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What a great two episodes. <clears throat> I can't wait. For the next two. For the next two in the next two. In the next two. And then our recap episode. So, like we said at the top, make sure you're following us on Twitter at OKDramaPod. And then um, on Facebook, OKDramaPodcast. Instagram is kind of tricky doing the poll. So, yeah, make sure you're following us on the other two places if possible. Um, and then, like, go to our website, which I recently redid. Yay. I know. So, there will be... I'll try to make a post link. Um, so last time we did a Google uh, survey. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of good because I could share it to multiple places. Like better. Yeah. So just keep an eye out on it and I'll um, we'll post it on social media so you guys can vote. Uh, since I feel like there will be a lot of like contention mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. on the awards. So yeah. Exciting stuff. But... I hope you'll have a good week, Mm -hmm. and we will talk to you guys next time. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama!